Hey everyone, Jerry Naharo here. This is a talk that I did at an opportunity night for the Ivory Group, formerly known as First Broker Realty. For those of you that want to keep it real. The reason it's special about why he made that income at such a young age is not because of the money. It's because of where he came from. Right, he had a point against him, you know, everything, everyone around him said that he wouldn't do it, that he couldn't do it, and guess what, he pushed through and he did do it. Right. 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 So that gives me hope. Man, I'm just some kid that's, what, 22, 22 years old? I was like, man, I was working in construction, on the heat, you know, busting my butt, and I was like, there's gotta be something, I know I was meant for more. Yeah. Yeah. I want to uh, thank you. My name is Jerry Naharo. I get the privilege to be the, the chief encouragement officer of this fabulous company called the Ivory Group. And uh, we believe we're changing uh, and revolutionizing the real estate industry. Uh, we believe that they've been doing it wrong for 150 years, 200 years, however long they've been doing this. And if you're here for the first time, I'm, I want to speak to you. I don't want to speak to anybody that's even been here for a second time, or maybe a second time. But if you're here for the first time, which is just about anybody that's sitting down and some of the people standing up, I want to tell you that you're in a place today that, uh, who believes in coincidence? Or who believes that everything, who believes that everything is meant to happen? Who believes that? If you're here, I want your cooperation, because this is for you. I want to talk with you tonight, okay? This isn't, I'm no college professor, I'm a high school dropout. Um, you know, I just want to have a conversation with you. May I? Can I do that with you guys? Okay, so, yes, you guys sitting down, can I have a conversation with you? Yeah, yeah millennials, you want me to text you? I don't know, text me. <laughs> Raise your hand, folks, yes, nod your head, yes, yes? Do you, yes, okay, understand, all right, good. So, folks, listen to me. I once sat in a chair like you in total disbelief, okay? In total disbelief. Young lady, you have your phone on. I can see your face. Your face is blue. Respect your own time. You drove who knows from where. You're already here. Just hear me out. I'm only, I'm only five, ten minutes. I'm sorry? Okay, good, good, good. I just, I'm just saying, like, you're valuable. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoever's texting you, tell me, hey, I'm all about me right now. You know what I'm saying? That's all. All right? Folks, I sat once in a chair like you. And part of me was cynical. Who here can agree? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> Who here can agree you're like, nah, I don't know about all this shit, about this income, and I don't know about all that. You don't have to answer. You don't have to raise your hand. But I sat in a chair like you because where I came from, nobody made that kind of income. Where I came from, I always thought, nah, that kind of stuff is for other people, but not for me. That kind of stuff is for people that went to college or that are six foot, blue eyes. I was neither. I'm ugly, right? Like, I'm not very smart. I mean, I could sit here and write you a list of all the things I'm not. But something happened. I'm gonna tell you a little story today about, about me. Oh, look at that. Okay, I wanna go, did we change that? Can we put the, what, the pictures that I had? Okay, we're late on that. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a little story about some of the things that happened to me. And today, at my 44 years of age, I can tell you that there's two kinds of people in this world. In business, only two. Right. Who wants to know the type of two? Because look, when I was sitting in that chair, I wanted to know. I wanted somebody to tell me, am I the type or am I not the type? Right. The problem is that most of us judge ourselves by the wrong type. 
Who's ever been here? Be honest. Who's if you're sitting down and you've judged yourself, you go, man, I probably couldn't do that, or I probably couldn't get there. Who's ever judged themselves? Be honest. Raise your hand. Be honest. Okay, all the honest people. Awesome. I did that. But I'm going to tell you today what I've discovered that's the real key secret to the two kinds of people that really are to potentially have success or not have success. Everybody ready? Ready. New people here. If you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready. Wonderful. Thank you for that. Kind of person number one is the, un the inspirable. See, most people believe that you have to be motivated. Can I tell you something? You're here for the first time and you're taking notes. Thank you for that. I mean, really, it's for you, but... There's no motivation. When people say, I watched the motivational video, how long does that last you? 30 seconds. And the air hits you and you're like, bah, unmotivated. You with me or no? All right. There's no such thing as motivation. Folks, stop watching motivational videos, motivational podcasts. I want to get motivated. That doesn't exist. I'm going to tell you what, it, what is the underlying factors of motivation. Inspiration or desperation. Right, right. Who has ever been in a position you got desperate, you shit, you got your ass getting gear, you can start it moving, yes or no? Yeah. Uh, desperation has a way of finding you to get to the next level, right? You're like, oh my gosh. You know, I don't know about you, I'm not gonna get into my story, but man, I remember not having enough money for diapers. I remember, man, getting desperate, like, oh my God, like, I got real bills coming in. And you get desperate, and you get your butt in gear, you get going, right? right? The other kind of people are the inspirable. So the inspirable is, is what really gets people going. And inspiration comes from seeing somebody else do it, and then you go, man, maybe I have a shot. You know, this is the, the, this is the reason why little boys and little girls, mainly little boys, like Superman, like Batman, because they get inspired. Who here is a, as a little boy, as a man here, can admit that you like Superman? Yeah. Batman. Superman. Captain America. <laughs> Anybody else? Spider-Man. <laughs> you know why? You know why, gentlemen? Because you wanted to be the hero somehow. Yeah. Maybe you saw your mom in a position where you go, man, I wish I could save her. <laughs> hey, we want to be the hero. Ladies, you also want to save the day. Mothers are amazing. You guys will do anything for, for your children and for your families. Women are amazing. But there's the inspirable and there's the uninspirable. There are two kinds of people. When you're sitting in here, I don't want you to judge yourself by your looks, by your education, by what you've done right, by what you've done wrong. I'm telling you, are you too cool to be inspired? Then you're part of the uninspirable. I promise you, this is not Jerry Naharo throwing a curse at you. Until you can become inspired, you ain't going to win. Right. Yeah, right. Right. You got to find somebody. Inspiration comes from looking at somebody and going, tonight this is what I hope to do in the next five to ten minutes. I'm going to tell you who I am, and I want you to go like this. If that guy can do it, anybody can do it. Right. If Jerry Naharo can do it, I promise you, you're going to be like, Oh my God, anybody can do it if that dude does it. That's right. And this is inspiration. That you go, man, I, I, okay, I, I want to win for my family too. It's not the outside, it's not my education, it's not, you know, what I've done, what I haven't done. Most of us hang all those things that we haven't done or haven't done right, and we carry, carry it around like a big sack of potatoes or bricks, and we just go, oh my God, and you, you think you're going to win. You got to let that go and get inspired, baby. You got to get inspired. So, so I'm going to give you, 
I'm going to give you a quick story. So I'm going to teach you a couple things. Anybody know what this is? A compressor. You're so confident. No, it's not. <laughs> this, is called, this is called a carbonator. I worked for the manufacturing division of Coca-Cola that makes this. Who's ever worked at a fast food restaurant? You recognize this? Right? What does it do? Do you know? Yes, it gets the water and the, 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 the gas, and it makes fizzy water. Carbonated water. The gentleman I worked for, which I'm going to introduce you to in a bit, invented this. Anywhere you go there, that's a carbonated drink, there's a carbonator. And I worked for the engineering side of Coca-Cola. They make this expressly for Coca-Cola, right? And I worked for this company. I was a, a, a national sales manager. I worked for that company for 10 years. I started in the warehouse. Listen, young folks, who's under 30 years old? Raise your hand. At some point in your life, somebody's going to laugh at you. Today, it's your turn. I started when minimum wage is $4.25 an hour. Yeah, 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 okay. No old jokes. $4.25 an hour. It's a long time ago, right? It was barely enough for my bus pass. But I started in the warehouse shipping these things out, and then I moved up, moved up, moved up, customer service and sales, and I became a national sales manager for the company. I made a six-figure income by the time I was 24. Carbonator. Changed the soda industry forever, this man. Who's ever seen this thing? This thing right here. Who knows what that is? Who has seen one of these recently? For real, hey, I got you, bro. You've been at a bar. Yeah, when's the last time you were at church? Real quick. I'm joking, I'm joking. Folks, this is a bar gun, right? And it pours soda, water, uh, all kinds of other stuff, right? The gentleman I worked for that was the CEO of that division invented that. How crazy, right? I got to meet people that are, were historic. I mean, they made, like, they, made, they made changes in an industry. They revolutionized it. This was him. His name was Jerry McCann. He was an Irish man. Came to this country with nothing and built an empire. Held 28 patents that Coca-Cola paid him millions of dollars for on a monthly basis. Started in a garage and employed thousands of people for one of the largest companies in the world, Coca-Cola, under him in the engineering side. This man inspired me. When I heard his story, I said, if this guy comes from nothing, and he's just a, you should have seen this guy. He walked around, he's just such a good guy, always excited. He was like, hey, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing, man? How's it going, man? How you doing, bro? Oh, you don't, oh, no, forget you. <laughs> how you doing, bro? You good? This guy used to walk around just shaking people's hands. And I used to go, what's he all excited about? Well, partly because he was rich, right? But <laughs> that helps. That helps. But you know what? I guarantee you, this guy was probably like that since before he got wealthy. Because that's, that's one of the big keys in being excited and enthused about life, right? Being grateful. Right. And so this man inspired me. This is part of his obituary. Guess He came out on Legacy.com. I don't know what the hell that is exactly. But when's the last time any of your family members were on Legacy.com? <laughs> I'm just saying, mine, none of mine. <laughs> I'm just making it clear. Maybe some of yours, but me? Uh, nobody's ever been on Legacy.com. And nobody's on their way there other than me. <laughs> and I'm not saying, no. All right. Folks, and if you're here for the first time, you don't know me, you think I'm saying that from an arrogant standpoint. I'm not. 
I'm just saying, I'll tell you what I was saying right now. <laughs> this is Jerry McCann. He inspired me. Where he came from, what he did, he changed, he revolutionized an industry. And so this, I couldn't get a clearer picture, but that is the building we worked out of. And his office was right here. See this right here? Oh, sorry. This, see this right here? This was his office. Guess whose office was right next to him? Mike! This ghetto kid, high school dropout, was working his butt off. But I got, I got a point to tell you here. See that window? I used to stare out that window. And I used to stare out that window. I'm going to tell you why. Because I used to go, man, there's got to be more out there. And my customer service guys would come in and go, what are you doing? I go, man, there's got to be something more out there. And they didn't understand. They're like, what are you talking about? You travel the, whole, the country. You, you work for Coca-Cola. You're a national sales manager. You know, who, who's ever wanted a big, fancy title on their business card? You be honest. Oh, nobody. Like, no, no, I'm happy with my, I'm happy with my name tag. Calm down. <laughs> who's ever wanted, be honest, who's ever wanted a big, fat title on your business card? Okay? Yeah, of course, right? I, we all dream of that. Most of us, at least. I dreamt of, and when it said national sales manager, I was like, I made it. I made it. If you're Hispanic here, my mom used to say, hi, mijo, ya le hiciste. That means, son, you made it. And I used to go, mom, I'm just an employee. I can still get fired. The company could still shut down. But I'm going to tell you what I truly understood when I was sitting here. This man was a good man. The company was a good company. But guess who was the CEO? This guy. And the only way I could be the CEO of my own business was to open my own business. Nobody here had the chance to become owners of their own business. Only him. Right. Do you understand, when I created this company with my partner Omar, I said, I want a million CEOs here. I want to build people that own their own business. That's why, folks, listen. Listen, that's why it's, this sounds funky to people. People go, oh, recruiting? What's recruiting? Uh, you got recruited to your job. Right. Uh, your wife recruited you. Uh, should I go on? We get recruited to all kinds of things. But when you think, when you talk recruiting, how about, how, how come if you were recruited to the Dodgers and they paid you a million dollars, oh, you'd be okay with that? Right. Well, the, the thing is you don't have those skills or else you'd be there. But what if we could train you in the business skills? What if we could give you an opportunity to be the CEO of your own business within this business? To have something. See, because who agrees? Who's ever heard the word legacy? When I heard that word, it used to make my heart beat. Now, I don't know. I don't know. I'm weird. Look, I already know. Some of you are going, oh, I, this dude turns me off. I don't understand him. I get that. This isn't for everybody. Right. All right. But when I used to hear the word legacy, my heart used to skip a beat. I used to be like, oh, I want that. I want people to remember me. I want my family to have something even after I leave this world. Right. I want to make a difference. I don't want my next generation to be... Folks, some of us come from the lineage of broke generation after broke generation after broke generation, and you are, you have the choice to either continue that or stop it. So many of us, I can only speak for myself and, and where I come from, so many of us come from men that don't keep their word, from men that aren't even in the, in the house. 
absent fathers, alcoholics. We come from the lineage. But guess what? None of that hangs on you. You can change that. People think, you know, his... I can only speak from the Hispanic point of view. Hispanic people go like this. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just like my dad. I'm real prideful. Do you know that's not a gene? <laughs> yeah, my family were real prideful. That's a learned behavior, dodo bird. That's not genetic. Oh, in my family, we drink a lot. Um, Learn behavior. That's because when you were one and they had your baptism, everybody drank, got drunk that night. And so you started learning that since then. It's a Hispanic thing. Hispanics have one-year-old birthday parties just for, so they can drink. Right, a child that one-year-old doesn't even understand what's going on, but everyone's like, hey, cheers, man, one-year-old. Let's keep it real here. Can I keep it real or no? Folks, I'm going to tell you tonight that there's legacy, and then there's your legacy. And you have a choice. This is the kind of company that can give you a real shot. I never wanted somebody to tell me it was easy. This is not easy. I'm not promising you overnight money. I'm not even promising you're going to make it. The free inter- the problem with today's thinking is people think that the free enterprise system means everybody wins. No, no, that's some communist shit. <laughs> the free enterprise system means you have a shot. You have a real fair chance to do it just like anybody else. Here's the problem. that because You don't have the discipline that the next person does, and you want to win just like them. No, no, no. Unless you make the changes you're supposed to make, and unless you have the discipline you're supposed to have, and unless you have the, make the changes in your mindset. That's right. That's right. You don't get there. Look, it's, everybody look to your right. To your right. Everybody look to your left. 85% of this room won't be here next year. And when I used to sit in a meeting, you used to do two things. You used to scare the crap out of me like, hell, I'm not going to be part of that 85%. And the other part of me used to say, well, what do I have to do to stay in the 15%? We have a system. We'll coach you. You just got to be coachable, teachable. You just have to be hardworking. You have to have more love for your family than you have fears. You have to want to win more more for your family than you got ego and pride. I ain't going to do that. No problem. Stay broke. You have the choice to make changes, and you have the choice to stay exactly who you are and where you're at. You know everybody wants extreme changes, but they don't want to make extreme changes. You want an extreme bank account? You got to make extreme changes, baby. Especially where we come from. We come with this. Do you who who can admit here that you've been aired? H e i r e d air, like somebody aired you. You've been aired. A bad mindset. Who can be honest with that? We're heirs of bad mindset. Watch TV, drama. If you're Hispanic, you ah, drama. Everything's drama. You're addicted to drama. That means like, oh, did you hear what your cousin said? Addicted to drama. I'm asking you tonight that if you're able to switch that, if you're able to change that, if you're able to plug in the system, if you're able to be teachable, coachable, work hard every day, I'm telling you, you don't even know what's waiting on the other side. But it's going to be greater than you ever expected. And it's going to, it can change your family tree forever. But you've got to get to work. And you have to do it in a systematic way like we do. Where you can cross those quadrants, not just be out in sales by yourself. 
like any, at these other real estate companies. We have a, you have a shot here because we have a system for you, but you gotta get to work. And you gotta admit one thing, I will work harder for my family than anyone else has ever done in the past. If you're willing to do that and you're sitting in a chair here tonight, you have a shot here and we welcome you. Thank you very much for being here tonight.